Welcome to the Life in 20 podcast, where you will learn something from everyone you meet in 20 action-packed minutes. Now, let's get lit with your hosts, Paul, Carson, and McCoy LeBlanc. All right, Ryan Fleming, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, man. No, we've been doing the back and forth, trying to get you on the Life of 20 podcast now for a few months, and somebody didn't realize that there was an invite in there. But here we go. You look good. You look good. You sound good. Thank so, you. Thank you. Ryan, we, we just, we typically jump right in. Obviously, we've only got 20 minutes, and so mm-hmm. it's pretty action-packed. So, obviously, we know you a little bit, and... You know, I think most of the people in here understand a lot of the different trades that are out there. What I'm fascinated about having you on that I want more of our audience to understand is the different options. You know, we've had James on earlier, you know, who's been in the, the plumbing trade for a while. Right. Yeah. And but everybody's journey is a little different. So I think what I'd love to do is just kind of start out and say, you know, you listed yourself as a journeyman plumber. Maybe walk through how you got in this, why you chose this field, and maybe the different, you know, the different titles associated with in the plumbing industry and how, you know, your 24 years has, has, has worked out for you. Yeah, sure. So I got out of the Navy, still kind of not sure what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to get into aviation mechanic, you know, like, like aviation mechanic and whatnot, and just wasn't working out. So then I just kind of floundering there for a couple of months. My grandpa was like, why don't you look into the trades? And I'm like, what's the trades? <laughs> he, was, he was like, you know, plumber, electrician. And I checked out the plumbers and it, it fit me, you know, work inside, outside, you know, different, you know, working in different venues and it just, it's fit, you know. Did so you, I, did you, well, did you have somebody in it, like family or friends in the business that pointed you, you know, to the company that you work, I don't, have you worked for the same company the entire time? Well, you know, it's, so I'm a member of local 32 plumbers and pipe fitters. Okay. And out of the, out of that, I'm dispatched to my company. Got it. So I've been with McDonald Miller for going on nine years. Okay. And I was, I was with them previously for five years, like right when I got into the trades. Okay. Um, so, you know, you start out the five-year apprenticeship. And you're going to school three to, yeah, two to three days in a week at night from like five o'clock to eight o'clock at night. Um, and then you're waking up in the morning, going to work, coming home and doing homework, going back to school the next night. It's a little bit different now. They've changed it where the kids like work two weeks and they'll take a week off of work and they'll spend that whole week in school during the day. But yeah, it's, it's fit me really good. So you, so so the curriculum is still the same though. You, you go to school while you work, right? Correct. So at that time and now, and today, is it still five years of school or how long does that, that take to get through the schooling? Yeah, it's still, it's still five years of apprenticeship. Wow. Okay. Of, of classroom time. Got it. And so do you, is there a demand right now for these roles? How's the marketplace right now for folks that are just maybe graduating, kids just graduating college, or sorry, high school even, not sure what to do, right? And want to jump into a trade like like the, pl- the plumbing profession. Yes, what I did, you know, there's a demand right now for plumbers. I, the other day I was parking the car and I turned around, there was a bus driving by with the big UA32, we need plumbers, huh. thing on the side, ad on the side of the bus. But I forgot the question, what was the question? 
No, it's just it, it, whether or not there's a demand for for this. I think you just you oh, just answered yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a big demand. There's a lot of guys getting ready to retire. Um, yeah. How, how, how about so you've been doing it 24 years? Let's mm -hmm. talk about the risks of the trade. How many times have you gone through a layoff period in 24 years? Sure. Uh, a big one back 08, 09. I think I was off 10 months. You know, the big joke in the trade is you're always working yourself out of a job. You know, you yeah. finish the building, there's no more jobs. So, but that was only the tough spot. Anytime I've left the company is because I either got rotated in an apprenticeship and, or, you know, I did get a layoff, but someone was there who wanted me right away and I got hired right back on. So that 08, 09 year was the only time I was really laid off for a long time. Full benefits, right? I saw in the, yeah. the, the opener there, you have medical dental pension. Correct. Is that right? Rare, rare yes. thing. So that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. And then I already saw in your open, you, you say that the starting salary kind of right out is $34 an hour right now. Is yeah. that, are you earning that while you're going to school? Correct. So, yeah. so when I, when I started it, you, it was a percentage how does it work now? When I got in, you got to raise every six months regardless. Now it's a percentage of journeyman wage. So when you start out as like a first year, you're making 50% of a journeyman wage. Okay. So then as you, as you get your next couple hundred hours or thousand hours, or whatever it is, then you get the next bump up. So yeah, that's how you work your way up in your wage. So there's apprenticeship and journeyman. Mm -hmm. Is there any other steps in there? There's foreman. Foreman. And that's above journeyman? Yeah, so I'm the foreman right now. Okay. And then there's general foreman, and then there's superintendent. And that's about it I could think of, yeah. Okay. So, sorry, last question. Fascinating. And then turn over to the kids. The, so when you're starting out, you make it 34. Is What's the fastest you can get to the journeyman status or the journeyman wage in your profession? Is it the five years? Yeah, the second the second you pass your state test, get your license, your company starts paying you journeyman wage right off the bat. See, and this kids, this is why, if you remember James's interview, right? His title was, you know, buy a house before your friends finish college. It's probably and there's probably similar trades and electrician and other that you can jump into a trade like this and be home buying eligible at the age of 23, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. That's pretty fast. All right, kids, what you got? My question is, what is some of the best advice that you've received? Oh, boy, Carson, right out of the bat. Straight I mean, from Pullman. Strong. Straight from <laughs> Pullman hitting you the hard way. <laughs> uh, I would say from my grandpa, you know, he just said, you got, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. You can't worry about, you know, being scared or, worry about failing. You just got to do it. You know, just jump in there with two feet and kind of go for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the, I was, I guess one might probably get a question here about regrets, but you know, not about eight years ago, I had the chance to become a foreman and I, I passed it up because I was worried about failing. And so, you know, I kind of never really got that chance till this last year. You know, I should have looked at it more as a challenge instead of being scared to fail. So yeah. Something, you know, along those lines, my grandpa said, just kind of go for it. Good advice. Take action. McCoy, what you got? My question is, what is the different salaries 
with like different positions of like your job? Like, uh, what's the difference between like a, a foreman's wage and like a journeyman? So that my journeyman wage right now, well, a journeyman wage right now is about 70 bucks an hour. And then, so a foreman is 10% above that. I think a Jeff one is 15% above that. And then a superintendent's like 20% above that or 25% above that. So it's, you know, percentage based increments up. Is there any difference on the benefit package in those higher roles? Like no more no. pension or anything like that? Same percentage, mm -hmm. same eligibility? No, as far as what our contract is with the hall, no. Okay. I mean, the company, the company can always go above and beyond with what they pay you, you yeah. know, yeah. if they feel like it, but your base package is what was been negotiated by the, by the local. What's the average tenure in the, in, in, in like as a journeyman? I mean, you've been 24 years. Mm -hmm. is, are we approaching that? Is it the 25 to 30? What would you say is the average amount of years people put into the profession? Oh boy. You know, I just worked with the guy. We just actually laid him off. He was 66 years old. Could he walk? I would. Yeah. <laughs> checking on him. I don't, I would say, you know, 30, 35, I'm guessing. You know, it, it depends on what your, you know, is your body going to hold up? How well do you take care of yourself? There's all sorts of factors. Are you willing to, you know, jump in? It's like, new, there's always new technologies coming out. You're willing to jump in, learn those. But yeah, I'd say about 25, 30, 35 years. Do you have a number? As far as retirement kind of thing? Yeah. How many years do you want to, do you have a goal of how many you want to have had in? Is there a different oh. like pension threshold you trigger by staying in there 30? Well, you know, next year we have a thing called the old timer celebration or local 32 and you get your first old timers pin at 25 years. So I just, year I, get I, my 20, just I get my, I get my 25 year old timer. Pin. We just got a new <laughs> nickname instantly right here on the pod. Love it. Old timer. Love I don't this. know. I guess that like a, you know, in my, I'd love to go leave at 55, but that's not probably going to happen. You know, 60, I don't see myself lugging around pipe at 60 years old, but that's why I'm, that's why I'm really trying to get into the more of a supervisory foreman role, try to save the back and, you know, extend that time a little bit. Sure. Carson, back to you. I know you were talking about your grandpa, but I'm still going to ask in case that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. But who do you look up to? Oh, my dad, for sure. You know, worked hard his whole life. Great guy, funny guy, very generous with his time. I'd say my dad first off, my grandpa. A lot of the male figures in my life, Michael, Dave, you know, always willing to spend time with you and teach you things and, you know, kind of yeah. share the right path. Hey, Ryan, what is mm -hmm. one characteristic that you learned from your parents that you would love to pass down to your kids? Mm. I'd have to say, you know, hard work. You know, you got to, you want something, you got to earn it. You know, nothing's free. Life's hard. You got to, you got to try if you want something, right? So I, I'd say, you know, that work ethic and that, that kind of go get them attitude, I guess. McCoy. So you were just talking about retirement, but another question I have about it is, are you planning on like doing anything after retirement? Like do you have any big plans? I, there's a nice beach with a chair on it. 
with my name on it, probably. I don't know. I'd like to probably travel with Katie. I don't know, hang around, be around with the boys. And maybe like do the snowbird thing. You know, I really haven't sat down and thought about it. But I mean, I don't want to have like a secondary career at all, if that's what you're asking. But, you know, I'd like to do some traveling and just do the old guy thing. Old timer. The old timer thing. (laughs) So when you look back, Ryan, you've, you've got successful career, marriage, 20 plus years, right? Yeah, 23 this year, coming up. Two kids, both now in high school. You got this, you know, nice house. You got, you got the, the perfect American dream here. What do you mm-hmm. go back and say to your 17-year-old self? I would say, you know, you don't have to have all the answers right away. I remember being in high school. I thought I had to have all the answers. I had to know what I was going to do my whole life right then, you know, and that kind of threw me for a little spin. You know, I was kind of, kind of an alert looking what to do, but you don't have to have all the answers at 17. You know, if you have an interest, jump into it, see what it's like, try a different interest, but you know, you don't have to have your life laid out in front of you at 17, 18 years old. Yeah. It's good advice for two people you're looking at right there, right? One off at school, <laughs> still trying to figure it out, you know, not sure, mm-hmm. 100% sure. One with a couple years left of, of school. McCoy, what you got? I thought it was Carson. Carson, you're up. Rapid fire here. Let's go. I only got him for five <laughs> yes. more minutes. What do you think is your superpower, Ryan? Oh, my God, my superpower? Uh, I know what that is, but that's again for the adult show. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would say being a good listener. I consider myself a very good listener. You know, I'm not a big work the room kind of guy, but you know, I'm a good listener. I'd that's say that's true. That's true. That's very true. I agree with that statement. Good, good answer. <laughs> All right, McCoy, what you got? Um, what makes you feel most alive? Oh, man. I say, you know, watching the boys play sports, that goes by so dang fast, you know, but watching them play and obviously hanging out with friends, family, you know, things like, it's just the simple things, right? That's nothing extravagant, just friends and family. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started this podcast, Ryan, we, we did it kind of under the premise of, you know, here I had two kids kind of you know, entering quote unquote, the real world in a sense, at least one, and then one finishing up school, mm-hmm. looking at the curriculum in school, feeling very much like it was back when we went to school, not feeling like yeah. there was much difference. Certainly not the things taught in school that feel like are connected to today's reality. What, when you sit back and your kids are going through it, you know, what are the things that you think that aren't taught in school that, that are the biggest, you know, problems with, you know, the education system today and what our, our boys and girls are, are coming out of high school with or not. Oh, I would just like the life left finances, the huge one. Yeah. You know, I, I, I felt like, I mean, I'm just starting to learn about it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really sad actually, you know, finances, I guess the whole omic thing, I guess, I don't know what you'd call that area, but you know, learning about what retirements are and pensions and just how to balance your checkbook and just the simple things you need to know. And, you know, they, 
they don't even touch it. Wait, hold on. Can we pause there for a second? Yeah. Old timer, not not balancing your checkbook. I, I that's uh, you are earning your status. You are earning your status. Sir. I got to get my wife here with you because she would really appreciate that one. Her, her and her AOL account. So, but very true. I think that's we get that that answer. We get that answer a lot. I think those are the kind of the big misses, right? What are yeah. keys importance? We've had a lot of people on the podcast. Importance of relationships, the importance of networking, importance of understanding mm-hmm. finances, right? And I know I only got a couple minutes left. And Ryan, here we we talk a lot about the, you know, that word life, right? Podcast life in 20, right? It's a 20-minute podcast, mm-hmm. but what's that word life mean? And it's it's different for everybody, I guess, but but it's a it's a big it's a big word. So we try to break it down yeah. into five easy domains. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, home life, work life, finances, right. Relationships, health. When you look at back and you look at where you're at right now and maybe, maybe take us back to where you, you know, you, you know, you, you were at, you know, 30, let's say, I think you're 50 now, right. Just over. Yeah. So 20 years ago, what do you think your life score was versus where you think you're at today? Oh man, life score back then. One to a hundred. Like a fifth, like a fifty. What was know? what was the drag back then? Oh, uh, just like just the, like I said, the life life lessons. I was just kind of going with the flow. You know, I wasn't taking control of my life. Um kind of waiting for other people to do it for me kind of a thing. I guess I'm kind of going back a little bit further than 30, obviously, but yeah, I'd say kind of those things. I just got done with cancer. So my health wasn't super great at that time. I'd say 50, 60, maybe I'm lowballing it, but yeah, somewhere around there. Versus today? Today, man, I think I'm doing pretty dang good. 85, 90, I don't know. 90? I like it. I think. I got, I, you know, that's what I think. That's a tough question, Paul. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And, you know, when you're going to, when you're scoring yourself that well, right, you're doing good in, in most of the categories, a lot more well-rounded. You think back 20 years ago and it's probably the finances, maybe it's the relationships and those kind of things. Maybe it's work where you're scoring yourself low, but we just talked about all the things, right? Been married 20 plus years, two kids, great family, been, been working 24. And so I think mm-hmm. the message to our audience, to the kids is like, You've got time to get it right, but the earlier you figure out, right, maybe the earlier you can get to that that life score where you're really appreciating the things around you and you're really grateful for those things. I think you also brought up another good point about maybe, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you're kind of drifting through life. We've talked about this before too, versus being a designer of your life with like significant intent. So you know that you have taken meaningful action towards those goals you have. And if you can start that earlier in life, which is all the purpose of the podcast is to get these kids ahead, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's, that's what I thought about when I was kind of thinking about your, your questions you sent is like, that came up a lot in my head. Like I kind of just did like a lot of drifting, you know? Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really kind of take the onus of myself to really kind of get after it. Like my grandpa said, just kind of go do it. But yeah. I like grandpa's advice. Hey, before <laughs> we, before we let you go, we always like to ask, you got any final takeaway for the Gen Z or, you know, we call the Zoomers these days, 14 to 24, 14 to 30 year olds. They're just out there. 
you know, trying to figure it out all out, you know, what, what would your one takeaway be? I'd say, you know, be available, you know, put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to put yourself in some challenging situations because those challenges make you better. They really do. You know, it's the challenges that make you thrive and do better. Like I said, you know, don't be afraid of a challenge or you don't have to know it all, you know, at the beginning, but like you said, something like this life in 20, you know, you're kind of trying to give them a little jump start. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, just, oh, and the other thing is, you know, life is tough and there, you know, nobody's, nobody's going to help you. You kind of got to be able to hold the reins and kind of get, you know, do it yourself. And then it, and then pretty soon you're an old timer. And next thing you know, you're getting old timer strain. Here's that old timer pin. Ryan, this has been awesome. Really enjoyed this. It's been fun, man. I'm glad you jumped on with us. We appreciate you. We love you, pal. We'll catch up okay, with you soon. Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. See you. Bye, guys. That was awesome. Appreciate you hanging in to the end. If you guys found this helpful or enjoyed this conversation, be sure to follow the show on whatever podcast application you use. New episodes release one to two times each week, and we love to have you as a regular listener. If you learned something new, found value in the show, or key takeaways that could benefit others, please share with your network. And if you could please leave a review, that would be greatly appreciated as it helps others find the Life in 20 podcast. Okay, with that, we'll catch you on the next episode.